1: The Bible says, be not deceived, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also
0: reap.
3: Welcome back, Financial Issues. I'm Dan Steele here. It's great to be here. 610-363-1110, 610-363-1110. If you want to cue your call up, you're welcome to do that. Uh, as the markets right now all in positive territory, the debt, everything's up about a half of 1%, a little bit more. Uh, a lot of green across the board. Unfortunately, oil is up as well. Uh it's up about 1.25%, 1.25%. It's sitting at 7137 so we're back over 71. Uh, yesterday was an interesting day in the markets as we looked at <clears throat> what uh, looked like it was going to be a pretty good day. As a matter of fact, the Dow was up 300 points at one point yesterday, ended up in negative territory. The S&P ended up in negative territory as well. The NASDAQ up slightly. And uh, small cap stocks up slightly. So the volatility index uh, was is down was down, but way up there at twenty two. So uh, lots lots of volatility. So um, <clears throat> it was a failed attempt yesterday for the indices to rally. I'm wondering. I wonder if today is going to be the same. It doesn't look like it by the uh, open, but. As uh, happened yesterday, things will change very, very quickly. Uh, interesting. I talked a little bit about this yesterday. I think I mentioned it on the conference call uh, yesterday. I'm not 100% sure about that. But um, <clears throat> no, I didn't. I don't think I did. It was on an interview that I did um, uh, y- yesterday around 5 o'clock, uh, radio interview for somebody. And um, <clears throat> so I, they're running together on me a little bit. But... Uh, FedEx FedEx uh, really had some some bad numbers yesterday as they put through uh put out their numbers uh citing inflation lots of inflation issues mostly wage inflation struggling with a uh, a lack of workers need some more workers now I am going to be watching um, UPS numbers when they come out and some other ones very carefully. Uh, this is a, a FedEx, UPS, they're bellwether stocks for me. I wish we could own them. I really do, but we don't. Uh, they're great companies. FedEx was on my list, uh, lasted the longest. And then finally, uh, they're very conservative, Christian CEO, caved uh, to the left and uh, very unfortunate. <clears throat> that um I need a drink of water that he was um that didn't help that he wasn't able to really hold off the left and just say like I ask everybody to say um hey we just deliver packages that's what we do for a living we don't get involved in the culture war. That's between you, and uh, you know. If you want to uh, battle with the culture warriors, that's fine. Uh, but we'll let them do that. We're not going to do it. So unfortunately, he caved and uh, was taken off my list. And it's unfortunate, but I still track it. I have to track it. I have to track that in UPS very very closely. We got some other very interesting information. Coming out uh, globally and internationally, I think I mentioned yesterday. I know I mentioned this. I've been watching some things very, very closely uh, on the international front, and some things that are a bit obscure, and uh, they need to be watched very closely. And we'll continue to do that. So, one of those things as we look at. Uh, FedEx. FedEx down about 6% this morning, by the way. If you own that stock, I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't care a lick about it, frankly, if you own it. Uh, maybe you work for that company and you own the stock. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, it'll it'll come back. But um, one of the things that is uh, most interesting to me, so— the UK has been suffering a, a shortage of carbon dioxide. And the shortage is threatening certain industries the healthcare industry, uh, food industry. And now this shortage is spilling over to uh, the entire Eurozone. One of the world's largest distributors of um, carbon dioxide gas uh, is Nippon Gas. And uh, which sold about $1.5 billion uh, worth of industrial gas on the continent last year. Well, other countries in the Eurozone are also suffering shortages of the same CO2 gases, estimating that the supply has fallen about 50% in the region. Why is this a problem? Well, it's a problem because um, fertilizer plants are closing, and fertilizer plant, plants are a big source of this uh, CO2. And the other thing is, yeah, we get carbonated drinks from it, but it also is used to stun animals uh, in, in um, um, different kinds of animal-slaughtering plants And it's also used to cool nuclear power plants, critically important, needless to say. So uh, all of this because of the high price of not gas, which is a key component to the manufacturing of CO2. It's a key component. So this is what I talked about months ago, that this whole green energy push throughout the Eurozone in America is going to come back to haunt so many industries. This is one of them. This is one of them. Let's get rid of this carbon fuel. We've got to close it. We're not nearly prepared with substitutes, but let's close them because it's the right Thing to do for the environmentalist and the green energy Nazis. I, you know, I hate to say it like that, but that' it's the truth. So we've closed, let's get rid of shut down that gas, shut down fracking, let's get all these things shut down. So what do you think happens to the price? It goes through the roof. Once it goes through the roof, then and and because they're short supply the short supply begins to impact all of these other industries this is just the tip of the iceberg Norwegian chemical company announced this week that they're slashing 40% of its european production of ammonia of ammonia this is going to impact Uh, Again, a very important input for most commonly used fertilizers. And, And let me tell you, if we get to a place where we have food shortages in any part of the world, I hope that you will thank the likes of the AOCs of the world. Make sure that you thank them that there are children starving to death in the world because of shortages, because we may have people dying, but it's okay because we are producing less carbon into our atmosphere. You know, the unintended the the just the inability for america politicians especially but global politicians to even think they race they race to embrace the globalist and the green energy radical without even thinking about a simple thing like fertilizer. It's incredible. Anyway, we'll be back right after this. The other thing that is very interesting that happened yesterday that, you know, I, I don't know if you saw the news conference between between uh, Boris uh, Johnson and Biden. It was it was a joke, uh, to say the least. I mean, no, it wasn't a joke. It was a circus. It was just a circus. It was ridiculous because, you know, I mean, they are so scared. I mean, think about having a president of the United States that can't answer any questions. Think about what fools we looked like yesterday, racing to try to make sure they, they ushered out any reporters that were going to ask Biden any questions. I mean, think about how foolish we look. The credibility that the president has lost sitting there just looking dumbfounded, but understanding that he's not allowed to do that. You heard the one little clip where he said, good luck. When they, when they were going to questions. I mean, he's. I think he's even a little aggravated that he's not allowed to answer any questions. I mean, it's, it's just horrifying that we've got the President of the United States. He can't even speak for America. He can't even, he can't say anything, whether he speaks bad or good, it doesn't matter. He can't speak. He can't say the wrong thing. He can't say the right thing. He can't, he can't stand, he definitely can't stand up for America. The man can't speak if it's not written out. And I don't know what they're going to do when he starts to struggle with his reading, because I mean it's it's really it's really a horrifying sight. And let me tell you, if they think that that uh, uh, Kamala Harris is going to be able to talk, if she can get past her nervous giggles all the time because of her um, almost laughing about the lie that she's saying, um, that'll that'll be boy, that'll give us a lot of credibility. She'll do it for us, I'm sure. It's a horrible state. But the worst thing is, and I, I just, you know, Boris Johnson says, what a refreshing change he is. And, and Yvonne said to me, President Biden, what a refreshing pre- change this is. Boris Johnson's like, I thought he was like one of, I said, he's, a, he's just another spineless weasel politician. That's all he is. They're all the same. It doesn't matter if they're from the U.K., if they're from Germany, if they're from Norway. It doesn't matter. They're politicians. They're all weasels. Anyway, he says a a refresh. Well, let me ask you something, Boris. I got a question for Boris because I'm sure he's listening to me. Look. Now he is hoping to form a, a a part of a trade pack to come into the USMCA, the U.S. Canada Mexico trade pack, he wants to be a part of that. I guarantee you, Boris, if you're not yet, you will be sorely missing President Trump, because if President Trump were here and you said to President Trump, "Hey, President Trump." Listen, I want to be a part of this USMCA. You know what the answer would have been from Trump? Hey, that sounds great, man. You're in. That's about how it would have gone. Let's clear it with Canada, Mexico. That sounds good. Now, Boris would have had to have known that you're not getting any special treatment. You're just going to be one of us in this trade pack, and we're all going to trade together, and it's going to be great for everybody. It's going to be good for your country. It's going to be good for us. Don't think you're going to join to take advantage of America, because that's not going to happen. But if you want to come on as an equal with Canada, Mexico, and the U.S., man, we're all about it. Now it's being called into question. And, you know, this was an agreement that was widely backed by Democrats on Capitol Hill— mainly because the deal did include a tightening of uh, environmental issues as well as labor standards. Now, British officials said on Tuesday, shortly before the uh, U.K. Prime Minister met with President Biden, that Britain is considering applying to join the USMCA. Here's the problem. There are a variety of different ways to do this, according to one senior official, but you now have to deal with an inept administration that is going to want something for this. Trust me. Trust me. The British... Officials are going to have to give something to this administration in order to be allowed in. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't even happen because all it's going to take now is the Eurozone say, uh, you can't do that. Because we're trying to punish, we are in the midst of trying to punish and make an example of the UK, so nobody else leaves. Please don't let them into this pact, and that'll be the end of it. And I ask the question of 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 the uh, Boris Johnson: How refreshing is that for you? this refreshing change of biden how do you how do you think that's going to you think that's going to be a refreshing change for you well guess what you're going to witness the refreshing change as you wish the president trump was still there to be able to say hey germany hey france i don't really care about your trying to make an example of the U.K.? That's got nothing to do with the United States. That's got nothing to do with what's good for us for trade. That's got nothing to do with Canada and and Mexico. Why don't you talk to them? Maybe they'll cave. But as far as the U.S., we're good with it. We don't have a problem with it. That's your problem. You know Biden's going to cave in a heartbeat. Anyway, and he has the nerve to sit there and say, Oh, this is a refreshing change. He's a weasel politician trying to kiss up to somebody that wouldn't know they're being kissed up to if their life depended on it anyway. And you're not going to carry any weight with them compared to the other G6. Anyway. You know, I again unintended consequence, unintended consequence. I've often told this story. I'll tell it again. Somebody once asked me if I could have any job in Washington. What would it be? This was several years ago, and I said, "Well, frankly, I wouldn't want any job. I don't want to be in that cesspool. But if I could pick a job, it would be a job that doesn't exist. I would like to be chairman of the committee." That reviews the unintended consequence of what politicians do. That's what I'd like to do. Because, number one, it would be the easiest job in Washington. And it's sorely needed. Because they can't even think of the unintended consequence of spending their lunch money before lunch. Oh, I don't have any money. I can't eat. They can't even think of that. So for them to think of any unintended consequences ridiculous or impossible. These are guys that can't work in the real world, don't know anything about the real world. The vast majority of them, not all of them, but the vast majority. And it's insane when you see it, you wonder why we have so many problems. I heard some brilliant, I won't say who it was, because um He's very well liked. Um, But I heard some brilliant commentator say yesterday that he thinks that we could be looking at a Democratic Party that is going to be a little bit worried about the direction of the economy. Do you think, really? I guess they uh, do you really think they will? Wow, that was a bold statement. Damn, yeah, that- cuz they want to get reelected. Yeah, right. And right now we have seen for the first time in a while the number one thing that the American people are worried about. The economy. 8 years of that being number one during the Obama administration. Uh, We lost that totally during the Trump administration. It's back. It's back. You mean they're not all saying global warming? No. They're not all saying the Delta variant? No. They're not saying COVID? No. They're saying the economy? Let me tell you, it doesn't take a lot to look at, but if you watch or read the news a little bit, Rome is burning. And the difference between the collapsing of Rome today and the burning of Rome today, and I'm speaking obviously metaphorically, I'm, I'm speaking of Washington, D.C it is crashing and burning and nobody even knows it and what they do know it is burning at such a rapid pace and it's burning in so many different areas that they're really just walking around mumbling i i will tell you that in 30 days 60 days tops we are going to start well it's going to be hard to see because none of it's going to be reported but there's going to be a there's going to be an exodus to the likes of which we have never seen there is going to be resignations from departments and people in the government at a massive rate because they don't want to be in office when the burning is over and the crashing is beginning. They don't want to be in office then. And they're going to start to see it. They're they're not quite smart enough to see it yet. But they will have no choice when the heat from the fire is is right on the other side of their doorway and they will get out and they will resign and they will all write books saying, "I saw this coming and that's why I resigned." Yeah, they saw it coming about 2 days before it happened. It's insanity what's going on right now, and it's the scariest thing that we will witness and have witnessed in the last 70 years in our own country. Six ten We'll be right back. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It's great to be here, and I want to mention to you, as I mentioned to you yesterday, uh, we've got John Sparks with us. We haven't talked to John in a while. John is uh, president of India Partners, and you know, somebody mentioned a caller mentioned yesterday, uh, just kind of giving us a little um, a praise and I and I uh, and encouragement. I was grateful to hear it, but you know, talked about what we're doing globally. We're saving. Uh, you know, uh, helping starving people, widows, orphans, and so many things. And, you know, uh, I am really, really excited when I look at India Partners and think about the fact that God is using us, this ministry, which is just mind-boggling to me, that um, God is
0: using our megaphone
3: Pastors to do such a work. Um, and I truly believe that's why our megaphone continues to grow uh, because we are about the work of the kingdom, not the kingdom of financial issues, but the kingdom, the things that are honoring and pleasing to God at a time when it's so needed. So John is with us, John Sparks, India Partners. Welcome, John.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Celia. It's a pleasure to be with you.
3: John, it's uh, always good to have an opportunity to talk um, with you and uh, to hear um, the progress that is being made. And the progress might seem small to some. It is great to God. It is great to us. And um, there are some new things happening you know first of all I think about you know we did a uh, Bible a little Bible school that is raising up pastors uh, uh, almost a year over a year ago and we we had a chance to fund that but but we are doing food relief and so many other things at very difficult times and you uh, be, because of the love that all of India <laughs> Not all of India is an exaggeration, has for our listeners, but knows of them. But um you you went and did a uh, catalog. Um India Partners is doing a catalog specifically for our our listeners and and maybe just talk about some of those things and the progress and, and, and where we are today.
6: Well, Dan, the, the reason we we even thought about this is because of Uh, what your listeners have already done. Mm. Uh, The fact that the listeners have invested in this uh, Bible training center uh, means that we're getting pastors that are uh, getting ready and they're going and they're doing the work and they're seeing the fruit. And so this uh, catalog gives people opportunity to invest in these new pastors uh, to help them have some of the tools they need uh, to be able to do the work that... uh, you've set them up to do, you've prepared them to do it, and now it's uh, uh, time to help engage them. Mm.
3: Well, that is that is uh, great. And I don't know, do we have the catalog? I don't even know if we have it on our website yet. But um, It is. I, I it checked, is. I checked okay.
6: before we started this morning, and it's there. Good. You have it there.
3: So you can go to our website and look at this catalog, and um, I will tell you... What we we Ivan uh, and I have done uh, on Thanksgiving is a time and that we usually try to do something from this catalog, and we've we've done it at Thanksgiving and Christmas. We have uh, sat with our grandchildren to do uh, this very thing with the catalog and let them pick uh, things, and we love doing that because. What <laughs> some of the things they pick are always, you know, we always just get a kick out of, and you know they they are, are so excited about it. And I would urge everybody to do it. It's such a blessing to your family, and uh, but more importantly, a blessing to God and to the kingdom work that we're trying to do. So you can go to financialissues.org org right now and click on the India Partners logo there and get that catalog and 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 look through it. Uh, if you can print it out so that you can share it with with your family, but um, yeah, that that is that is great. And there's some items like vacation Bible school stuff that the pastors' training uh, and pastors' training online uh, um, kind of stuff that that you can do. So it's great.
6: I think the other thing, Dan, is the this COVID situation that has negatively affected our economy. Has devastated theirs and so our partners uh, have requested uh, much more money this year for things like economic development to so economic mm. development is that goat uh, that someone will buy uh, mm. that puts his back in their hands so these people uh, we asked them why are you asking and he said all everybody's business has failed all these small business people uh, mm. locked down said no customers. And so they ate their profits, and now they need some startup capital. Uh, They need a startup goat uh, to get going again. And so what we're doing is we're coming behind the food that all of your listeners have provided and giving that the next step in their success, the recovery from this COVID situation, and helping these uh, people who are in in extreme poverty uh, to recover from the situation that COVID has shoved them into.
3: So it is important that we go to this catalogue because, uh, you know, a goat can change an entire village um, economically and, and uh, physically from a health perspective. So um, it, it is so, uh, so important that we take another step here and uh, continue to change lives in India for Christ and in the name of Christ. And how is this getting? I mean, is this going? Tell tell people about delivery of things through pastors, and and um, you know the 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 people know that it's coming from a Christian in America.
6: Yeah. So we actually before COVID, my my wife and I we were in a village there, and the women were bringing out the goats, and they were actually crying in thanks. Uh, because they were in this desperate situation. The economy in their area was such that they uh, couldn't get jobs. And yet these goats came in, and it changed their lives. And so the pastor who brought us to the village then took us to this building. And it was just a a little sort of shed type of place. But he said, this is our church. And so we were able to go in there, and this is where they would gather. And so they bring everything. Everything comes together. And so the people know that it is Christians that are providing uh, for these things, and they bring along the love of Jesus in proclamation as well as action. So those Mm -hmm. two things together make a very valuable and uh, life-changing gift that they're bringing to these people.
1: Mm.
3: And, you know, I I said this when uh, some years ago, but, you know, uh, when we look at South Korea— um, what's still going on in China. You know, it started with one or two, three or four um, times when they celebrated that four people accepted Christ or were baptized mm-hmm. in the name of Christ. Um, and, you know, South Korea, the largest Christian community, I believe, in the world, and uh, the largest church in the world, I know, and um, underground churches in in. Uh, in China uh, millions of people, Christians. So and India is um, has an advantage because in India it's not illegal to be a Christian, right? It's not even illegal to go to church. It's illegal to evangelize openly, but um, you, you can still have a church, right John?
6: Yes, that's all correct. you can uh, you can live your faith, you can uh, go to church, um, but it's that conversion is the thing that is uh, regulated in people. It's very difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's it's a difficult situation because, yeah, we're talking yeah. a lot of politics there, but uh, yes, it's a difficult situation for Christians and it's easily to be falsely accused there.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, so it's not easy to do things, but it is legal. It is yes. legal to be a Christian and to... Uh, live out your
3: faith. I had I was doing a town hall meeting last week in in uh, the Woodlands, Texas, and and a man came up to me. He and his he and his brother were there. They were from India, mm. and he thanked me with tears in his eyes for what we are doing for India. And he told me where he lived. Of course, I didn't know where it was, but he told me the part of India that he was working in. He said the part of India that I'm. Working is the part—there Is there are parts there that India partners and and, and the partners have worked in. And mm. um, your heart for India, he said, and the people, is such a blessing to us, my brother and I. And he called his brother over. Um, and, you know, it was such a blessing to me, you know, to hear that and have somebody come yeah. up to us. And uh, these were supporters of our, our ministry— and uh supporters of india partners and just so grateful that um you know we chose his his country to to come alongside and to work so it is such a blessing and you know we i I just want to say um i know we're coming up against the time here but please go to india partners check out the catalog and uh start your ordering and get your family together and go through the catalog. Just click on the India Partners um, logo. Uh, it is an amazing, amazing uh, ministry, and we look forward to the day that this COVID is over and uh, we can get over there to India and visit with some of these pastors and people. Amen. John, you are a blessing to us and our listeners. We are so grateful that you um, you uh, allow us and uh, we are able to come alongside each other and it is a blessing. Thank you.
6: Thank you, Dan. If, if we're a blessing, you're a double blessing. God uh, bless you. Well, thank you. Thank you. It, it, it. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors.
3: You know... So many people say to me every day, you know, what a blessing we are and all those kinds of things. But, you know, what a blessing you are, the listeners. First of all, I'm here because of you. And do you know that Financial Issues listeners are changing entire worlds in, you know, people's world of the severely impoverished. You know that you've saved children out of the red light districts. What we have done for the disabled in India has been amazing. We've uh, put seven or eight, maybe eight, counting the the Bible training school that we built, that you built, Um, we put a well there, a clean water well. Um, But I know, I think there's another seven villages that we did that in because of you. That changes the whole economy of the village because they can continue to work without getting sick. It changes everything. Last Christmas and Thanksgiving, what we did with goats and ch- chickens and the Christmas before that, um, it is amazing. And feeding, we've fed over 7,000 families uh, for 14 days during. During the shutdown, and the, this is only the severely impoverished people. That means they were making less than a dollar fifty a day, and they, they didn't have that. And we fed them, and a thousand of those were pastors' families that had no money because they had no collections, and um, people were dying in their churches. So they did. They they lost some of their congregation. I mean, go, I could go on and on about it. And so what just financial issues listeners have done, and I could go on, which I'm going to do the next hour, and say the exact same thing when I talk to Dan Steiner from Preborn, because what we have done in India, we have done here in America. We are trying to get to our community and to the world, and uh, we are doing that. You are doing that. We're just the megaphone. Now, Yvonne and I, these are ministries, both those ministries uh, Liberty Council as well that we are um, supporting that we're a part of that. so we we are we are uh, doing that as well to to see this great work being done and we're we're so so grateful uh, I am so just if i you know this is far more important to me if i'm if i've done anything it was the obedience of god that that i was allowed to do to do this kind of work to save the lives of babies in the womb to save starving children and people and leading them to christ in india and someday we're going to have one amazing reunion and glory just the listeners and the people that we have impacted because of this megaphone that we've committed to God this platform that we've committed to God we are changing the culture I believe we are going to change the culture of America not not everybody. But there will be people that will be changed through our news program of hearing the truth. And oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. Are you listening to that? Are you watching? It's every night now, seven o'clock. We're slowly, I mean, we're putting out truth. And it's the quickest half hour in the country right now. But it's a it's amazing and it's impactful at the same time. When was the last time news was impactful? to your heart and to uh, your well-being, to the culture. When was the last? I I don't remember, to be honest with you. But um, it's just every every step that we take, God just continues uh, to come alongside us and bless us, and uh, we thank you. And, you know, this is a time of giving for us for financial issues that we need. It's the end of our year, and we've been asking, and... Uh, we're we're almost we're almost through our fiscal year, which is going to dictate what we do next year and what we can't do. And you know, in October, I'll be uh, letting some organizations know or some people know, not necessarily organizations, but some people know uh, that wanted us to try to do something. What we can't do, I'm sure, or what we can do. But so we need support, and here I am talking about India Partners and Preborn and uh, Liberty Council and other things that are so critical to faith, family, in America. So uh, I, I'm just so grateful, and it really makes it easy. It really makes it easy to get up in the morning and come in. So when you go to Financial Issues, if you want a catalogue mail to you, uh, John and I just talked at the break. He's going to come up with an email address, uh, you know, catalog at Indiapartners.org that you can uh, request email and they'll mail you a, a catalog if you want a mailed catalog or um, you know somehow we'll, we'll get them to you if you want a mailed catalog. but it's right there online and you can sit with your computer, I hope and show your your family and decide what you're going to do. We've always given goats. Now we give a lot of other things because our eight grandchildren all have different ideas. Of what they what they want to give, and uh, sometimes they last year I know uh, they gave Bibles, they gave uh, oh some really simple things that to us we would say oh that's too I mean we can do better that we can do more than that that's inexpensive but that's what they wanted to do you know that was really important to our grandchildren and we you know we would laugh inside about how kind of cute it was that they were, they were, couldn't wait to do that, you know? So we're, we're excited about it again this year. And we'll be sitting this Thanksgiving with this catalog with our grandchildren and going through that. We're really excited about it. I hope you will too. Financialissues.org. Just click on the India partners. You'll get the catalog and uh, you can see it and you can uh, look through it and make some decisions. I hope you'll do that. Um, I hope you'll continue to pray for the next week and a half uh, about financial issues and what you might do for us. Um, there have been wonderful um, um, gifts. We had some yesterday um, that were matched, and uh, hopefully, we'll have some the rest of this week that that will be matched. So we have a we have a match that I hope won't last longer than this week because I I think we can do better than that. I hope we don't go into next week with it but the key is that you're just your commitment and uh, so many people doing twenty dollars a month, ten dollars a month on our monthly uh, soldiers just to come alongside us be in the trenches with us in all that we're doing and I hope that you'll continue to do that. We have a um, a way to support financial issues uh, you can click on, that you can pick some, um, make a donation. Somebody, I, I saw one yesterday, uh, this morning, that somebody picked something simple they wanted, and I think it was two T-shirts. And, you know, it's for any donation, and their donation was very large for that. But, you know, they wanted to show their support, and uh, I have a shirt on. I had a shirt similar to this. This is a dark gray, but uh, on Monday I wore the same shirt in, in navy blue. And um, so we have some polos. We have T-shirts. We have a jacket that is really nice. Um, I love the jacket. We, we, the staff had these jackets, and uh, we, so I had them all last uh, spring and fall, and uh, they're, they're great. It's a great jacket. And uh, different T-shirts, so I hope you'll show your support for us and tell people about us. And uh, you can give that way and support us, and you can do that right now. We're going to do that for the next week and a half, two weeks, and uh, then we'll we'll uh, get start mailing those things out to you when um, at the end of next week. So check that out. All right, <clears throat> we are. Going to get to your phone calls. We have news. We've got. Um, we do have Dan Steiner because we need to know what's happening with Preborn, and um, uh, Preborn is going through a need right now that I'll share with you when when uh, Dan comes on. But um, I want to I want to make you aware of a need they have for diapers and a couple of other things, some ultrasound. Uh, cost at some of the clinics, and um, we we uh, these ultrasounds in the state of Texas. <clears throat> these machines have taken on a whole new meaning, and uh, that's been an amazing blessing. So I hope you'll uh, stick with us next hour as well, and um, we'll we'll get some calls. We do have our news coming up and our ag report. Uh, I apologize for the sound on our ag report. Uh, Craig has been traveling and uh, having some difficulty with the sound, but we'll go ahead and do it anyway because I know so many of you depending upon it, and um, so we uh, we'll do that and then uh, we'll get back to you. So lots of things coming up. We got to take a look at the markets and what is happening, and uh, we'll do that uh, when we when we get back as well. Sure, appreciate everybody's encouragement, what they're writing. By the way, we'll start a new uh, Bible study tomorrow, a new book uh, that we're getting into. If you want to join us very early in the morning, just go to Resources tab on our website. Uh, Not tomorrow, Friday. I'm sorry. Thank you, Seth. Uh, Friday. um, I'm wishful thinking. Today is Wednesday, hump day. It always messes you up. All right. uh, We'll be back. We've got our news uh, coming up. Our Ag report. Got a lot of things to cover, we'll do it. We'll be back uh, right after this. If you gotta leave, just go to our phone app. Go to our phone app if you can't uh, take us with you wherever you are now. All right, we'll be back right after this. We will never compromise our principles
2: and standards We will never give away our freedom. We will never abandon our belief in God.
6: Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
4: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. Dw revoid We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
6: We in America should be grateful to
3: God for the blessings He's given us.
8: Don't let anyone tell you that America's best days are behind her.
3: We have got to fight for this nation. Because I believe with all my heart this nation is, in fact, one nation under God. Welcome back, Financial Issues. I'm Dan Sealy. It is great to be here. And uh, second hour here, as we get started, we have a news update. And, you know, I just want to mention to you, news is every night now. We have national and international news every night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Central Time. FISM.TV. Don't miss it. Please. 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 If you want to really do something for the ministry, tell somebody where they can get. Every time you hear somebody whine about the news, say, hey, look, fism.tv, download the channel on your Roku app or whatever they watch their streaming television on. <clears throat> but let them know because that's the kind of growth. That's such a blessing to us in the ministry. When you do, that's the kind of growth we need. That's called organic growth, and it's the best. But we want you to watch it. Give it a chance. Watch three shows. I think you'll be hooked. And I want to remind you that if you didn't see last night, please would you go back and look at be- look at it before it comes off the news site? And and tonight's is put up there uh, because the opening story is that volat of. Uh, uh, what is it? Veritas, um, a whistleblower interview with a healthcare worker in reference to the shot, and uh, it was incredibly interesting. And I don't, I don't know that it's a, it's anything real new in the sense of what we suspected, but to hear some of it, and it's interesting because before I watched the news, I just said to Yvonne— don't people realize that all the people that the lawsuits are and people are fighting are healthcare workers that don't want to get the shot? If you were a healthcare worker watching people dying from COVID, don't you think you'd want to get the shot? None of them want to get it. Doesn't that tell you anything? I mean, think about it. I mean, that that says it all, just that alone. So you need to check that out. FISM.tv TV backslash news or FISM TV and then click on the news tab um, and and watch last night's program. We have Ian Patrick with us uh, from the news. Hey, Ian, welcome.
5: Hey, Dan, thank you. And yes, I just want to say, uh, just talking about that uh, article, speaking about the Project Veritas video. That was just a part one of the video as well. I don't. I'm not sure if I mentioned that during the news or not. You did. Um, I you did, did mention okay. it. All yeah, right. you did so, mention it. Uh, I remember th- that. So there, there is a future date where they're going to release at least one more video. Who's to say maybe there's two or three? Um, but that w- the first one we talked about was at least part one. So we're following that to see uh, what else gets released. But, yeah, I highly suggest, uh, as, as Dan was just saying, it's on our website, FISM.TV news. Go there, check it out. It's really, really interesting stuff. And it uh, talks about stuff, like you said, Dan, too, that uh, we've actually been following somewhat. Uh, as far as like how the adverse reactions of the vaccines are sort of being underreported or not really being talked about, it uh, really highlights a lot of that stuff. So interesting yeah. things. Go check it out. Uh, other, other than that, we got some uh, other news for you today. Uh, sort of breaking news we found today. Sam Case's... Uh, Writing something on this for the news tonight, Ohio Republican Representative Bob Gibbs introduced articles of impeachment against President Biden, telling the Washington Examiner that Biden is, quote, not capable of being commander in chief. And uh, I did say articles, as there are three articles uh, over Biden's mishandling of the Afghanistan withdrawal, the ongoing border crisis and the eviction moratorium, Uh, the latter obviously being the CDC eviction moratorium that has been constantly extended and uh, when it was, running out uh, Biden pretty much told the CDC to find another way to do it and they sort of extended it by creating a new one which essentially did the same thing so uh, it's been a uh, sort of a mess going on there now mm-hmm. gibbs told the examiner he had begun working uh, before the afghanistan debacle because he was so upset about the border and the eviction moratorium uh, the legislature did not igno- the legislature excuse me did acknowledge that with a democrat majority in the house the articles may not go anywhere saying that they Uh, were drafted to show there are some Republicans who think Biden needs to be removed. And there were three other Republicans who backed these bills as well. Uh, However, a Rasmussen poll from earlier earlier this month does show that 60% of likely voters think that Biden should be impeached just over Afghanistan. So there is at least some majority support from the American people in the sense that uh, Biden should be impeached over Afghanistan. So uh, like I said, this was breaking. This happened maybe just a couple of hours ago. Uh, We're following it pretty closely to see where it might go.
3: Just another article would of impeachment. Could it be we have a president that can't answer? Is not capable of answering the questions and is not allowed to answer questions? I mean, I'm, I say that tongue in cheek, obviously, but I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, we got we got a pastor that's not a a pastor, a uh, president <laughs> that's not that's not capable, and they know it of answering questions. Yeah, they're not trying to pr- they're trying to protect how you know, I, sad to say incompetent he is. And that's what they're trying to protect. They're not, the, and, and it's sad. I mean, that alone yeah. should be grounds for something, Yeah, by word. Yeah. yeah. So uh, these Republicans are trying to take it under
5: their, under their wing to hopefully uh, push that. Cause yeah. you're right, Dan, he's not been taking any questions or anything like that. It's a, uh, actually, I saw something from a Republican, uh, a Re- Republican uh, Twitter account, about how many questions Biden has answered in the last month, and uh, I'm sorry to say I can't get the number right off of my head, but it was very low, uh, which yeah. is the reason they were yeah. tweeting it. Yeah. Uh, and in some other news concerning the president, he gave his first address to the UN, in which he sought cooperation with uh, in the global response to the pandemic, excuse me, and environmental issues, and to ease concerns about uh, tension between the U.S. and China. Although he did not specifically name China, I believe in his speech he did say something about. Uh, China's leader Xi Jinping, but he never said the word China or said the name China. Uh, He more just talked about how he wants good relations between uh, America and its enemies without naming any of the enemies. Uh, He also did not address the AUKUS deal with Australia and the UK, which has caused a major rift between the US and France. We've been following that pretty closely this week. Uh, Former ambassador to the UN Nikki Haley criticized the president for not portraying the strength needed to deter America's enemies. And I do have some more news here, but unfortunately I don't think I've to enough time to get to it. So I'll just say, make sure you check out the news tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, uh, for all the other coverage we're going to be uh, giving you guys.
3: All right. Great. Thanks, Ian. Sure. Appreciate it, folks. Here's uh, Craig Hager with our ag report. Again, I apologize for the sound. Uh, he's traveling, but here it
7: is. We'll be back. This is Craig Halgard with your financial issues Ag update for September twenty second. The corn market traded lower yesterday as harvest progress continues to apply pressure to the market. We are seeing rains across portions of the eastern corn belt, but the extended forecasts show favorable conditions for harvest across the entire corn belt, and that should keep pressure on the prices. At the close yesterday, the December futures were four and three quarter cents lower as they settled at five dollars and seventeen cents per bushel. So started out lower yesterday, but buyers stepped in when the rumor that China had purchased several cargoes of beans for November shipment swept through the market. The buying propelled beans to a higher close, with the November futures eleven and a half cents higher, ending the session at twelve dollars and seventy-four cents. Wheat struggled against bearish technical indicators in a larger Russian crop. Russian ag consultancy Sovicon raised its forecast for Russia's 21 wheat crop to 75.6 million metric tons. That's up 200,000 tons from their previous estimate. Yields are up 18% from last year in Siberia, with production in Siberia expected to be 10.7 million metric tons. That's the largest crop they've had in that portion of Russia in 12 years. At the close, Minneapolis December futures were six and a quarter cents lower, settling at eight dollars87 and three quarter cents per bushel. Kansas City was nine and a half cents lower, closing at 690 and a half and Chicago futures were down ten and a half cents for the day, ending the session at six dollars90 and a quarter cents. Corn had a bit of a bounce after the previous day's debacle. At the finish, the December futures were 101 points higher, closing at 90.03. Livestock futures were lower straight across the board. At the close, October live cattle were 32.5 cents lower, closing at $122.45. October feeder cattle were down a nickel, settling at $156.62.5 cents per 100 weight. October lean hog futures gave up a bit of ground as well. They were 60 cents lower for the session, closing at 84 a half per 100. Class 3 milk futures tonight enjoyed a really nice breakout to the upside from their recent trading range. At the close, we had October futures 32 points higher, settling at $17.42. And meat cutout values were all lower for the day. Choice box beef ended the day down $4.29.5. Twenty-nine cents closing at three eleven thirty-seven. Select boxes were two dollars and seventy-four cents lower, settling at two seventy-eight zero one. Pork carcass cutout values lost ground as well. They closed down thirteen cents, uh, settling at one hundred and two dollars and eighty-nine cents per hundredweight. This has been Craig Haugard with your financial issues egg update. We'll be right back with more financial issues after this.
3: Financial issues. Welcome back. It's great to be here. 610 363 1110 Financial issues. Um, We've got some economic data. We'll talk about the top of the hour. We got some um, home sales numbers. I said earlier, I said on Monday that this week's going to be all about housing, and it certainly is. And uh, we're gonna, we'll take a look at that. But I know there's some people on the lines that I do want to get to. <clears throat> and we'll do that um, now because we have Dan Steiner coming up uh, in the next segment. So let me go to uh, Linda. Linda's calling us from Ohio. Hi, Linda.
9: <clears throat> Hi, Dan. Uh, I have a question. Uh, my husband is 71. He's getting ready to retire next December Um, He has all his uh, money in 401K, CDs, IRAs, and he's interested in getting into dividend stocks. And we were wondering what uh, would you suggest?
1: Well,
3: I think it's a good idea uh, to do that. And I would suggest off the top of my head some good solid utility companies. I mean, I think that uh, it is get, it's getting harder and harder to find uh, good dividend-producing stocks that are consistently going to pay dividends. I think with a potential downturn in the economy, uh, it could even get a little bit harder to um, find some of those good dividend stocks. But I think it's awfully important if you are going to start to use some of the income— Uh, that is coming from your portfolio and drawing from these uh, dividends that you have companies that are pretty solid dividend producers, uh, strong dividend producers. So, you know, I would uh, look towards uh, the dividend stocks. On my list, I have a number of stocks that are highlighted in blue. I do that intentionally, highlight them in blue for... Are income our uh, uh, income uh, investors that indicates that these are stocks that pay dividends and uh, but I, I would probably focus on the industrials dividend producers and the utilities utilities first okay
9: uh, am I allowed to say a company over the air uh, that he's interested in
3: um, you can say it depending on the company <clears throat> It's really hard for me to give too much information on once you say the symbol because people will hear only what they want to hear about it. So if I say, boy, that's really a bad company, I wouldn't buy it, everybody will run out and buy it and say, hey, I heard about the stock on the air. I mean, it's true. It just happens all the time. So I'm very hesitant, but you can go ahead and give it to me. I'll try to give you what I can if I know it. Uh, AT&T that's a no brainer for me because it's n- it's not biblically responsible um it is a horrible company right now from a financial perspective and what they're trying to do so even if they were biblically responsible there would n- there would never be a, 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 a it would be impossible for me to um even consider that stock uh because they're just uh they've got severe market issues so that that's the problem I would not want to own it
2: okay yeah all right
3: so I that would not be you. uh one that uh, that would uh draw to mind for a, a good solid uh they, i mean they pay a dividend and they always have and they're a good dividend producer um all of those uh type of communication stocks are that way but uh they're they're not the uh they're not the kind of company that i would i would get involved in
9: okay that sounds good to me, yep. and I do want to tell you that we were uh, we've done uh preborn and uh when you get the literature from them and see uh uh the babies and the ultrasounds and stuff, it just breaks your heart, you know, but mm. it also makes you feel so good that you've saved somebody and mm. uh, it's so precious um and yeah. I listen to you all the time you you've got an awesome program.
3: Mm, thank and, you, uh, Linda. I thank you
9: for the infor- information today. Uh, we're getting ready to retire and we were so kind of nervous about uh, uh, the no paycheck coming in. Now, what do we yeah. do? type thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, well, I would really be committed to mm-hmm. changing your portfolios to mm-hmm. income producing portfolios. I mean, mm-hmm. changing them 100% um, so mm-hmm. that everything you own and 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 I also tell people you may not need it take it anyway take the income put it in your savings account uh use it for your gifting but take it not only just um you know invest in it but actually take the dividends and um I think that's really really important so uh you're on the right track I would continue to uh consider what it takes to build that income portfolio
9: okay Sounds
3: good. All right, Linda, thank you.
9: Thank you for your call.
3: You're, you're you are welcome. God bless you and thank you for your encouragement. That's good stuff to hear uh, what you're That's doing true. and thank you. You know, it is such a blessing preborn um as Linda just said, you know, it really is an amazing ministry. And the thing that I hear the most <clears throat> are people that say you know, I I'm a you know, I'm I'm handing out tracts in front of the 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 abortion clinics i've been doing it for years i protest i go to all the rallies and all that stuff but to do this i finally feel like i'm truly having an impact and that's the key that's what's so beautiful about preborn you will support preborn with a sponsoring an ultrasound and you will feel like oh i you know that god is smiling uh, upon you and what just happened. And it's such, it's such a great thing. Let me go to David in Tennessee. Hey, David.
1: Hello, Dan. Good morning. Man, I've never been on, and I'm not called to talk about money. I would just like to make a comment or two if I could. Sure. First of all, I've never been into politics until uh our last president came in, not the one that's there now. Mm-hmm. after he came in, it made me sit up in my seat and watch what was going on. I would have walked beside him in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and you know who I'm talking about, yep. And I think, well, I wish he was back. I don't know where he ever could be or not. Mm-hmm. But if he could, I, I would ask the Lord to help put him back. Mm-hmm. And you are one of the most, I guess we can say, I admire you so much. I listen to you every day. I've got nothing else to do. I had to turn my TV off because it costs so much to run. So I turned the radio on, and it's been on this station ever since. (laughs) For about almost two years now, Mm -hmm. I listen to this station every day. Mm -hmm. And all that money you talk about, I'm out of that category, okay? Sure. but there's so much that goes on on this channel that tells me that everybody has got God smiling down on them mm, yeah and, and i am I'm, I'm happy to hear them but back to the one thing I wanted to make comment on is it looks like to me with the situation we have uh is up up there in the White House, it looks like to me as many smart people that are still, uh, I guess you would say, called being in politics, that, that ran the Air Force and ran the Navy and, and, and ran the Army and all of this stuff, while they couldn't get together now, this, this sounds wrong, I know, but why they couldn't get together and take this country over until we could get a president in there that would run this, this United States right? Mm. Uh,
3: yeah. Well, you know what, David, you make a great point, and I can answer that <clears throat> by saying because they don't have the will to do it, and that's the real sad part. They, they have the abilities. They have the wherewithal to do it. They could do it, but they don't have the will to do it. And um, they might think as, as though they are breaking the law, but they wouldn't be. The Constitution says that when the government does not have the best interest of the governed, that's you and I, at hand, then the governed, that is us again, have the right to take the government back and redo it. We have the right to do that according to the Constitution. The problem is we don't have the will to do it, or we don't think we can do it, or we, you know, it I, I don't know, I don't understand it myself, I don't understand— um, why? Why we don't? Other than I can only say uh, there's just not enough will. And you know, one of the biggest problems we have in America, David, is the inability to unite over uh, uh, under the umbrella of a common cause. In other words, we we have churches that can't even unite on Jesus Christ. How bad is that? We have 600 denominations. When all of us might claim that we're here because of the blood that was shed at Calvary, yet we can't unite on it. And we have military leaders like you just mentioned, David, that 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 can think that on their own, but they all want to do it their way. They don't want to unite under one common cause. They want to separate over all their own causes and causes that the other person might not think is a cause. And that is the problem. They can't sit down at the same table and uh, unite over a common cause that the government is no longer caring about the governed, and we have the right to take it back. Not violently. We don't have to. We would we would outnumber. Wouldn't even be necessary. We would just have to proclaim that we're doing it and go to Washington and do it. David, I appreciate you so much. You have encouraged me today, and uh, in a powerful way. And I'm so grateful that there are people like you that um, find encouragement and and uh, listen to this program so faithfully and I thank you for that David. I appreciate you. God bless.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
4: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Welcome back Financial Issues. I'm Dan Sears. It's great to be here. As I mentioned to you earlier, we have president uh, and founder of uh, Preborn Amazing Ministry. It's interesting. I just had a caller, uh, not the last caller, but the one before that, just talking about um, uh, preborn and what an amazing ministry it is, and they're so grateful to our ministry for exposing them to that. And uh, you know, it is—I hear that every day, all day. Uh, did a town hall meeting in the Woodlands, Texas, last weekend, and and heard that time after time after time after time again. Um, and and it's such a great feeling for me to be thanked that God is using our platform uh, to help a great ministry like Preborn and. Uh, Dan Steiner thank you and we we uh, are so grateful to you that you've allowed us to uh, come alongside you and um, you know you and I had a a bit of a, a providential meeting uh some years ago and um, what God has done with that providential meeting is just uh, beyond my understanding and it's such a blessing so we appreciate it.
8: It is amazing, Dan. Valerie and I had no idea what the Lord was up to and the power and influence of the megaphone of financial issues and uh, your uh, unflagging heart for these babies that drives you to be such a great partner in saving lives. And uh, I'm here to say that uh, the listeners of financial issues that allow your program to continue, that... Give monthly to let financial issues be on the air so that we can partner together. Has just this year saved over 29,000 babies from abortion. Wow. wow. 29,000. I mean, that's a small city. Wow. That, yeah. uh, you know, financial issues is our top supporting program in America. Mm. And it's the most pro-life program that we are part of. And, you know, you can talk about being pro-life all day long, but doing something about it is is where the rubber meets the road. Mm. And the fact that your heart is in it, Dan, you and Yvonne and your team there, uh, allows us to do so much more than we would have done if we had not had that divine alignment that you yeah. talked about. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, we, we are far more blessed than—, than uh, you know, you, you are, um, even though we would argue that maybe, but, um, we, so, we both feel the same way, I think. And it is amazing. It is amazing what God is doing. And I'd you, it was the furthest thing other than Yvonne and I having a passion for life and for babies. Right. Um, it was so far from us to think that, okay, wait, God has given us this ministry. Is, is this, I mean, could this does this work? You know? And, uh, it was such a, it's such a blessing. It's so, so amazing that we were able, we're able to do that. And not only have we said, I mean, I just can't, I I'm just right now I'm a little astonished when I hear 29,000. I, I mean, um, that is just, it is amazing. Oh my gosh. 29,000 and, and just, and the year's not over. And, right. um, It is such a blessing, but you also told me that as of this morning, 5,297—5,000—listen, folks—5,297 young ladies have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and at a pre-born center, at a pre-born center, so, you need to understand that this is about saving two lives the the life of a baby and the eternal life of a young lady. their discipleship program your discipleship program is amazing Dan, and what you do and it is so we're so excited to be a part of that and i when when people out there are listening listen folks your 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 money that you you may think is a lot, or you may think it's a little, what it is doing. Can you imagine that all of the angels in heaven rejoicing over the one? And we're talking about 5,297. What, I mean, what does that mean? I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what that can, we can't imagine what what the celebration over one looks like in glory. And then to add 29,000 precious babies so precious to our Lord and Savior that we're seeing seeing that saved, because of you because of you because you gave, maybe you gave 25 dollars, maybe you gave 2,500, maybe you donated an entire ultrasound machine. but oh my word, what what has been done, and you all need to be so grateful to God. And I—this I, sounds horrible. It sounds horrible because it sounds self-serving. I don't mean it to be because it isn't. But so grateful to God that one day, ten years ago or five years ago, you turned on the radio and found financial issues. Not grateful—not because you found—not— our ministry, but because you found what our ministry is doing and what we were able to expose to you in pre-born, and you now have opportunities over and over and over again to save lives. And um, I asked Dan, and I, I know I am um, I want you to talk to him, but this number, two thousand five thousand two hundred ninety seven, and the number of 29,000 babies has grown every year in the last three or four years or maybe in the last 10 years, hasn't it?
8: Yeah, it sure has. There, I think the full year last year was about 3,500 souls, women that prayed to receive Christ, and about 30,000 babies for the full year. We're at 29,000 here at uh, mid-September, so we've got several thousand more. We're ramping it up. We're um, escalating the uh, spread and effectiveness of our uh, evangelism program. We're putting machines out there. We put 60 out, thanks to many financial issues, listeners who actually sponsored a machine. Uh, we've put 60 in. We're going to do 60 next year, Lord willing. Um, these are big numbers, and they're really important. Uh, every baby that's conceived, whether it's aborted or whether it's birthed, every single one of those is an eternal soul, and it's going to live forever. And God has a um, a design and uh, all their days are written. We know in Psalm one thirty nine before they live one of them, mm-hmm. and the, he doesn't. It breaks his heart. This is what has me in this movement. Is it breaks God's heart to see these babies yeah. destroyed, and we're doing something about it. The financial issues, listeners. You know, if they give twenty eight dollars or whatever for an ultrasound, twenty eight dollars of that twenty eight dollars, like all of it, except what the credit card processor takes, and some people even pay for that. We give to our clinics. We underwrite ultrasounds with them. Integrity is the other thing we do here. And I got to tell you, Dan, you don't know this, but uh, there's an organization, a rating organization called Charity Navigator, and uh, we recently received a very rare 100% score. Um, Out of uh, 167,000 charities, there's only 64 of them that get a 100% score for integrity, transparency, governance. Uh, stewardship, you know, financial issues, stewardship. We believe in stewardship. That's uh, one thing we've not really talked about is, you, you talk about it every day, but it's a, a super important part of Preborn that we are uh, good stewards of the money that God gives us. And uh, all of these are big numbers, but uh, let me give you an example if I may, Dan. Uh, yes. There's a woman by the name of Lindsay that came in last month and um, she's been pressured, you know, by her boyfriend he was with her to abort. This happens most, like forty, over forty percent of the time. It's the boyfriend pushing the girl, and she's crying and doesn't know what to do. So you know she didn't really want to do it. And they went back into the ultrasound room with the boyfriend, and um, that made her just completely melt down when she saw the humanity of her baby. Yeah. And that softened the boyfriend's heart. They both gave their life to Christ. Um, and after seeing the ultrasound, chose life for the baby. This is what we do dozens of times every day. This is what the financial issues, stewardship, ministries, listeners do um, make possible. And we're just so thankful. I, you know, just so thankful for the, you know, one life, one lady, one baby, one, one woman
3: at a time. You know, and that is, that is such an incredible um, blessing for, for us to know that we have so many committed listeners that are committed to the same yeah. things that you and I are committed to, Dan, and yeah. that, that uh, God is uh, committed more than, than we could ever imagine to. And mm. what a blessing it is that we're able uh, to use a platform that I never wanted I didn't do it. I didn't. I hated it, thought it was the dumbest thing anybody could do, and tried to quit. And after six months of it, this was 25 years ago. And the guy said, Well, you're in eight stations, you know. And I prayed about it, didn't want to, but it did. Here we are. And 25 years later, on, you know, 680 to 90, 680 stations, give or take, and 80 TV outlets, and we're, we're, didn't try to do any of it. I mean, we just yeah. keep moving forward. We're god lays. We're trying to change the culture. Now, we're trying to yeah. work hard to continue to change the culture in everything we do. And um you and I Dan are, are producing an abortion video that uh, that that's been very complex. We've already done several um we've already begun shooting it and and you have come alongside us. Uh, uh, on that, and that 's just one yeah. one thing that we are doing, so many other uh programming uh, things were, that we are doing to to help change the culture and soften the culture and bring the culture back to truth and values and faith Amen. and Amen. Um, we're doing that together and folks, preborn, I always say it, everything they do is far more important than anything i 'll ever do. And I just am grateful to all of you, and I pray that you will continue to support um, Preborn. Go, go to pre-born, preborn.org or go to our website, financialissues.org, and click on Preborn. Um, give today, and you know $25 or whatever you can do, uh, we're saving lives. Thank you, Dan. We love you. We appreciate Bye. you.
6: The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors.
3: All right, folks. Um, you know, preborn so important, and I hope you'll support it. You know, uh, Dan, I was listening to Dan. And he was speaking. It's such a great thing with Charity Navigators. Uh, has done, and you know, I every time I hear that, I think, and you know, we didn't have time, I would have said something to Dan, but you know, they won't rate us, they won't rate us because two reasons we don't have any expenses for fundraising, so in other words, we're not spending money on fundraising, which is what they're looking for, that's their primary thing. So, um, we don't have any, I mean, we had. Uh, 0.05% of our costs were used for fundraising. So uh, every dollar we take in is going to the work that we're doing. The, and the other reason wouldn't is because we get support from Preborn, we get support from India Partners, we get support from Timothy. We get support from Liberty Council that they they elect to support us, and they consider that grants, grants, and they can't rate somebody that gets grants. And I said I've never asked for or applied for a grant in my life, and but they, that's how they that's how they rule that and classify it. So it's a little annoying. To me, but at the same time, I'm glad and I always tell people and we send out hundreds of our financials for people that ask them. But you can see it on our tax returns, our 990 forms. Um, And when you see it, our auditors even question us. Like, how, how? what do you mean you don't have? Yeah. I mean, last year was the biggest year we ever had in fundraising because remember we had that campaign. No, it was year before last the campaign for the studio, the new studio. remember that. And so that was, we had a legitimate cost for that because we were sending out, we sent out mailers and uh, things like that. So uh, we even paid a company to send the mailer out. So we had some costs and it was still under 1%, but that was our biggest year. So we are, um, You know we we uh, do the same, and that's why everybody we work with we're so evenly yoked. And I I will say, and I and I tell you uh, this is amazing. Every I was I'll say every week because there are some days that we don't. I was going to say every day. Every week we get four or five people. That are asking either us to endorse them or to for them to come alongside us every single week. We could be making millions of dollars off the backs of our listeners. We could do that. Every day, as a matter of fact, Pat says to me, I don't know how you can stand all those emails. I get emails from PR firms every single day, saying my client desperately wants to reach your audience. Every day, I mean, I could go, I could click on my email right now, and I bet I have ten of them that I haven't deleted yet. Um, we we have a reputation. I don't have the reputation. I have a the only reputation I have is having a great audience, a great uh, you know a great group of people that that uh, are very responsive. But I am fanatical about that, and you know that. I don't endorse anybody. I don't talk about anybody. I don't come alongside anybody, unless we are one hundred percent evenly yoked in every aspect of our values, and that I know that they're as strong as we are. So. Uh, it is. It has really been uh, an amazing, an amazing journey to see that come together, and I love it because now other members of our team, people in the news, and uh, Seth and I were talking about it at the top of the uh, last hour. You know, talking about what's going on with the news and uh, people coming alongside us for it, and. Um, you know, so they see three years of work or two years of work, two and a half, whatever it's been. Different for everybody there. Uh, we have over ten st- uh, uh, writers just that are uh, uh, independent, but exclusive only to FISM that r- that write for for our news. So um, it is just we're just growing like crazy and we're so excited about it and we couldn't do any of it without you that is for sure
5: amen dan i, I hope that our audience can uh, be encouraged that i mean god god blesses long-term faithfulness you know i mean you you've spent years building up this ministry and now it's blessing all of us and it's blessing our listeners too and coming alongside pre-born and india partners and you know all of the uh, other ones it's just a reminder that god delights in our consistent daily faithfulness it's really cool
3: mm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it is. That's what we love the most, Yvonne and I, because we sit in awe of. wow, well, remember, you know, remember when you tried to quit, and remember <laughs> when, remember when in two thousand, I think it was two thousand to that, two thousand eight or two thousand. No, it couldn't have been two thousand eight. When was it? I I don't remember. Uh, I think it was two thousand eight or nine, where I just couldn't take it anymore, where I just you know. What's God doing and all that? I mean, we talk about all those things that, you know, just amazing to us. And uh, we're, we're so grateful. We're so grateful for where we've come. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. It's, neat. it's really neat. It's really neat to see. All right. Um, let me go to Ron. Ron is calling us from Ohio. Hi, Ron. Hey, Dan. Thanks Good for morning. taking my call. Sure.
2: Uh, I appreciated your, I didn't get to hear all of it, but your uh, conference call yesterday and you filling us in kind of in your situation and gave us, uh, like, uh, good feeling, and hopefully gave you good feeling, you know, what you're finding out. Yeah, so pray, yeah, definitely. I pray everything yeah. goes well for you. Yeah, I, thank you. Quick, quick, I'm out in the garage, sorry, the truck going by. Um, quick question on when you're 17 two and a half and you have to take a distribution yes yeah I'm an in set up as an income investor through your plan pretty well and mm-hmm. uh, does that income count towards part of that distribution because it yes. is considered income
3: yes it, well if you take it Ron so I am. yeah so all of it counts a hundred percent towards Whatever your uh, minimum required distribution is,
2: okay, and that's a percentage set by your particular state, or that's by the
3: feds? no, that's an IRS calculation. So it's based on your age and the amount of money that you have, um, and it is the calculation can change. Um, it can change during the year. it Can change. Mo- I mean, they change it constantly. So so the it's an IRS calculation that your brokerage will give so the brokerage is required to do the calculation. So the IRS says to the brokerage, hey, you know, you gotta give them this when they turn 72 and a half. You gotta let them know how much they gotta they gotta take out. So it it's a it's a calculation that's a, it's a formula that's uh, just strictly through the IRS.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, that was my question.
3: Yeah, Thanks good.
2: For a good answer. Yep. <laughs> One I understand. So, good. Um, take care and uh, you Thank. Know, keep on hanging on.
3: We'll do it. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate your partnership, man. It means a lot. Thank you. 610 363 1110. If you want to queue your call up, you're welcome to do it. Uh, we've got another hour left. We will stay with your phone calls. On uh, that next hour, we'll really try to stay focused, get them get through some of those calls. Lots going on, um, obviously, and we're worried about so many things and trying to take care of uh, so many little things that seem like housekeeping things that are very big things for the kingdom and for our Lord. And I will tell you, uh, one of the greatest joys that I have is changing. The face of ministries. I remember years ago saying to, which is one of the greatest ministries in the country that is not a ministry, um, I remember saying to my uh, friend, who now is a very good friend and a very close friend, Yvonne and I, but I remember saying to Art Alley, to Timothy Plan, and, and um, um, that. My goal is to make Timothy a household name in Christian, Christian households to make them just everybody know who Timothy is. And that was my goal. And when you accomplish a gold goal as grand as that, to do the same, you know, India Partners called me last year from a board meeting and said, that they've gotten donations from every state in the country except for Vermont. Think about it. Before the before financial issues, that their their donations came pretty much only from uh, a few uh, northwestern states, and that was about it. When you think about that, preborn. I think we changed the whole dynamic of what God is doing with Preborn because we were managed to raise up the resources. Dan always say, I think he's serious, but I don't think he's really serious, that we're the greatest pro-life ministry in the country uh, because of what we've been able to do. But it's not what we've been able to do, but what they've been able to do through uh, all of you and what you've done. All right, folks. I hope that you will um, stay with us. We've got another hour. If you've got to leave, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. More financial issues right after this. Jesus said, go sell all that you have, give it to the poor, take up the cross,
6: follow me. It's not your money I want. I want your heart. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production.